Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. All right. Welcome back to the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. This is Blaze, but this week I'm changing it up and I have my very first guest ever on the podcast. So welcome and hints. She is someone that fascinated me because she has had so much success as an EFT practitioner, and we'll get into what that is. But she's actually shares some philosophies that I have about feeling your feelings that they're actually in your body and you need to feel them in your body. And because she's approached it this way, she's managed to change her health, her life, and even her physical body and her brain waves. So let's talk about it because that's fascinating. Hi, Anne. Hi, Blaze. It's great to be here. Yay. Oh, so can you start by introducing people to your story? Because you had such a traumatic intro to all of this stuff and let's get to know you. Okay, great. I did. I had trauma in childhood. I think most of us do, if not all of us. I had two alcoholic parents. And so that was a big part of it. And when I was 19, I woke one morning and found my mother dead in the bathroom. And I didn't realize how much I held on to that. I think a lot of us don't. And it wasn't until I was in my late 30s and I had two young boys and I was a stay-at-home mother I went to a doctor's appointment and he realized that I was more stressed than I should be in that situation. And he asked me what my stress level was on a scale of zero through 10. And it was an eight. And he asked me why that was. And I knew straight away because the tears from that event Mm -hmm. 22 decades earlier was still so close to the surface. And, And that was the first time he used this technique EFT with me right then and there in that doctor's appointment. And I could walk away. I walked away from that appointment, being able to tell the story of her death without any emotions arising, which felt magical at the time. Yeah. So first I have so many things to say, like one, of course, that was traumatic. Of course you were holding on to it, but I completely agree with you that when we get used to living with trauma, when we get used to living with emotions that become us, we're not aware of them anymore, but they are always just lurking under the surface. And I tend to refer to them as like our sticky emotions, the stuff that's always the first to turn on when someone does anything, like that's the emotion we tilt towards because that's the thing that we're holding onto the most in our energy. So when you say like, yeah, there was so much tears and they were just under the surface and he asked what's wrong and immediately my mind goes to this other thing. Honestly, it's amazing that you were able to know that it was that thing because sometimes we're like, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm just sad. (laughs) So do you have any wisdom on that? (laughs) Well, that's how I started out too. It's like, you know, we asked the question in in England, it's not so much, but when I moved out to the States, you know, everyone says, so how are you doing? But they don't really expect a truthful answer. (laughs) And I never had one because I didn't know how I was doing at all. So I would just always say, I'm okay. And just move on. But, but really, you know, there's a real, feeling there that most of the time that we've suppressed and yeah that's this whole process is that I've been through is just becoming aware of what the real truth is inside of me what am I really feeling and then 
Yeah. So did that really start for you after that EFT session or is it something that you chose to dive more into after that incident? I totally chose to dive more into it because I'd been been looking. I mean, I'd been searching for years. I'd done all sorts of different things, uh, mostly diet related, hoping that I would feel different than I would for maybe a week or two. And then things would revert back to normal. So this was the first time that something really significant seemed like it had changed. And I wanted to test it. I tested it. And like a day or two later, we had a cat that needed daily saline shots, 17-year-old cat. And the first time I did it, my hand was shaking so much that I knew I wasn't going to be able to do this on a daily basis. So I tried out EFT um, or tapping, it's also called. And I tapped about my fears of hurting my cat, my fears of getting injections, and my history of having injections and being afraid of that. And then the needle slid right in. It was a total shift. So I knew I knew it was powerful. And so I started working with it. And I worked with it on a daily basis. Like, you know, I try and notice when I was feeling emotional and I would tap. But I also write down a list of every emotional mm-hmm. memory that I had. And I worked through them one each day for a several, uh, you know, several months. That's incredible. It, it's so interesting because I think we all come to our own techniques that start to work for us around emotion and around how we're going to get over something in our lives. So I can share with the audience and with you, when I went to get into tattooing, I had like this passing out fear of blood. And here I was going like, I think I'm going to become a tattoo artist. And I'm like, how do I reconcile these two things? Because obviously it's cool thinking, yeah, I'm going to draw on somebody. And then as soon as I see that it's a needle and I'm going to have to poke them, I... I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel like I start to hear ringing in my ears and the tunnel vision happens and then I can't see. And obviously that's not good. (laughs) What am I going to do? (laughs) And I think I had a mantra that I would repeat to myself, like, it's just red ink. It's just red ink. And that's what I would do every single time for months until it just became for me like, oh, it's just, this is what happens in tattooing. But what was fascinating about that was because my chant was, it's just red ink. The only time it ever worked for me is if I was tattooing. Blood, completely okay in tattooing, not okay anywhere else. So if I see someone has a scab, I still like my body clenches up. There's like this weird sensation in my butt cheeks. I'm like, oh my God, someone got wounded. This is bad. And it's still there, <laughs> which is incredible. <laughs> but I can do a tattoo and it's okay. Right. <laughs> so-, <laughs> so that's the, the history of it is still stored in your body. Yeah, exactly. So tell me about how tapping really helps move that out. I don't think anyone really knows exactly how it works at this point still. There have been lots of studies about it. It does work, but how exactly it works, they're not entirely sure. What I think, um, based on my experience now, is that we're tapping as we're bringing the emotion or the feeling or just even the thoughts back into mind, we're tapping on the ends of meridian points Mm -hmm. and it it creates some kind of energetic interrupt into the normal of the body. And it lets the energy that's been stored behind that thought or feeling, it, it just lets it pass through the body. It accepts it and it's gone. So it, it, Yeah. But, okay, no, that's that's fair enough for me. I'm like, I don't need to know the magic of it. I just am happy for anything that works. <laughs> and I did notice um looking up EFT. So EFT stands for what? Emotional 
freedom technique freedom technique okay emotional freedom technique which felt really hokey to me to begin with it felt like a really hokey name until I started getting and feeling and experiencing that emotional freedom and then I thought oh yeah really it is a good name for it yeah you know I've had a friend that's taken me through a few times because she was taking the class and she wanted to learn she's like let's practice together and she would guide me through and we do it and I couldn't tell if it was the tapping or just the confidence and joy with which she guided me through with her voice about how to refill these things or like we're bringing it up. And even though we're upset, even though this is happening, we're still here and present with it and it's okay. And now we're going to go to this other meridian and we can just say it in so many different ways, the same exact thing. This thing happened and I here I am. This thing happened and I'm upset. This thing happened. Are you still upset? No. All right. This thing happened and what? how do I want to feel? And that felt amazing as well as to be like, oh, we don't have to just get rid of the junk, but we can reset and say like, actually, I want to feel great when the circumstance comes up. And that blew my mind that we can do that. Yeah. Now to me, the key thing with EFT, the the real power in EFT is because it's working on the negative. So a lot of practitioners these days with EFT have moved more towards the positive, but underneath the negative, the positive is already there. It's only the It's only the negative that is stored physically in the body. So we only really, in my experience, need to address the negative. Because I've got to the point, I know we haven't got there yet in my story. I've got to the point where I can sense inside the body. So I can sense light and darkness inside my body. And I know when I hold my awareness on tension inside the body, Mm -hmm. inside the connective tissue, and it lets go, it releases then it's light. It's light underneath the darkness. I will agree with you because that's what I do with clients as well is just zoning into like, where are we holding it? Where is it heavy? Heavy is the word that comes to my mind, but also dark. If I'm doing visualization, I'm like, there's something heavy, there's something dark. Usually we can describe it as like viscous, it's stuck. And it's the same language that I see repeated through all kinds of medicine, like energy medicine, Chinese medicine, all of the meridians, like that it's energy. It's supposed to move. It's supposed to be light and free. And we're the ones that get all cramped up about it and want to hold on to it. And that's where all the crap comes from. Right. Right. So when we're doing it, EFT, we're tapping on what we're feeling, what we're really doing is totally accepting the feeling that we are having. So yes. it can get really deep. I spent I spent probably hours myself. Once I got to this point, I could tap on, I hate myself. Yeah. And that's okay. I really, really hate myself. And once you once I totally accepted that thought and didn't mm. try and suppress it anymore, it freed up and let go. That sounds very relieving because I, I've tapped on that or Yeah, I think it was tapping, but we didn't get far enough with it. And I feel like I left that session feeling more upset. Like I opened up more layers of it and it was very raw and on the surface, but it wasn't gone. And it had turned me off to the whole experience. And I was like, yeah, I don't ever want to do that. I don't want to hang out with these people anymore. And I don't think it's that the technique was bad. I think I just left it at a bad point. Does that ever happen? Yeah, it does. It does because it's very much a layer by layer process. It just gets deeper and deeper, right? Because I've now opened up into my body and I found tensions here that I never knew existed like pain in my left cheek that was so excruciating I couldn't put my awareness on it for more than a couple of seconds but before I got to this depth of awareness I had no idea it was there I, I believe that too like there's so many things of which 
they're just a part of us. Why would we put any attention on it? Like we know we have two hands, we know we have two feet, you know, we're walking around, we're living life. And until something bad happens that draws our attention, we don't notice. And to an extent, isn't that what pain is for? Is to bring our attention to something that's gotten out of whack and to go, oh, there's something here, pay attention to it. But if we now get used to that level of pain, that's where we live. And yeah. 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 I was born with my right foot up against my shin and I had six weeks of physical therapy um, and then I was adopted, right? So yeah. my my um, parents, my adopted parents didn't know about this early physical trauma that I had had, Ooh. or at least they never said anything about it. And so it wasn't until just a few years ago, actually probably just a couple of years ago, where I was able to put my awareness on the inside and release tension I found all this tension still in my right foot that must have been there for 50 years, but I hadn't been aware of it. So I got to the point that (laughs) my awareness had opened up enough that I could revisit that. And it had been sitting there unknownst to me in my subconscious for 50 years. No, I I totally, I I believe you 100%. I think our entire history is written in our body because we're here. We're physical beings. We're not just our minds. We're not just our emotions. They're all to a purpose, right? <laughs> here we are. And that's all connected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't really avoid them. And yet we have this tendency to want to separate everything. Or I don't know if that's just a Western tendency that we're taught, well, you have your thoughts and your thoughts should override everything else and make things happen. And I think that's so detrimental and horrible and it makes me delighted to meet people who are like, no, we're physical people and we have physical pain and we have you know, emotions that cause us physical sensations. And sometimes it's harmful and we need to learn techniques and skills to be able to handle that and move it out. Because when we right. have it, let's talk about how awesome life is moving this stuff out and having that freedom. That's <laughs> great. I remember when I, I felt like I was living in a different reality once I realized that the voice or the words that I'd been using in my head that were criticizing me and criticizing other people. I hated that I judged other people all the time. The voice was my dad's. The words were my dad's. And once I'd done enough tapping, they were gone from my head. My mind was more peaceful. The thoughts oh. weren't always there. It really can change. And Whoa. I felt, felt like I was living in a different reality because things were in my mind were just so different. Now, I, I'm assuming... Of course, but getting to this level that you're talking about, like you've been doing this for years and it's fun for you, right? To like dive in now and be like, what else can we clear out? Because I don't think anyone just diving in and hearing about EFT for the first time is going to go in and like get rid of the voice of criticism in their head today. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It takes work. Yes, it does take work. Right. But I love that this is where it can go and that it doesn't have to be limited to just um, like what do I see it for? Losing weight and quitting smoking and all of these habits that we pick up that we realize aren't helping us. They're not doing us any favors. And yet we feel compelled to do them. And yeah, I mean, one, why do we do that stuff? Probably because we're trying to find an outlet for that pain. We're trying to find a way to cope. And I always try to approach everything that someone does and that I do with a sense of compassion. Like obviously, I'm not trying to hurt myself. I'm not trying to hurt other people, but sometimes I'm shitty and I have mean thoughts to myself and to others about everything. And that's okay. And I love that you're like, I can feel your joy and your smile just coming across. <laughs> it's so nice. But I know that you probably weren't always this joyful and radiant 
right? So how did you get to this place that you're able to have that for yourself, for other people to not judge? Yeah, it, it took determination. I was so determined to change. I would see these other mothers at school that look so peaceful and calm inside. And that wasn't me, but I so wanted it to be me. So I was determined. And that's why I did. I wrote down all my traumas and I went through them one at a time and just kept going because I could see the changes. And I could, I was aware that my awareness was expanding, right? When I started, I had no idea the emotions I had. And then I became aware of the emotions. And then I became aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions, which is a deeper level of awareness. So you're aware, you know that each emotion like fear has a set of physical sensations underneath. But I wasn't aware of that to begin with. I couldn't feel them. And I think a lot of people can't necessarily feel them at the beginning. But that no, and I think also, though, we also have a preconceived notion about where we're supposed to feel it or how it's supposed to feel, but that's not necessarily how you're feeling it. And I, yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, well, you might feel fear, but it might actually be like your toes, you know, like your toes are clenching, like it's going to be something different for you. So where it's holding on, you might think like, oh, fear is always butterflies in the stomach or it's heart patterns. And like, no, for you, it might actually just be like a tremor in your arm. You have no idea where that is until you start unpeeling those layers. But I think as we find it, sometimes it's easier to deal with than trying to trace it back to the moment that this happened. If it just becomes, um, I'm feeling this feeling, how can I be with it? That's so much more peaceful for most people. And I feel like just in being with it, there's a release that happens with or without EFT. Right. So that was my next step, my next technique that I used, right? Once I, once I became aware of those physical sensations and I wasn't to begin with. So that's why right. to me, EFT is so beneficial at the, at the start if sure. you're not aware. But once I became aware of those physical sensations and yeah. I was in a, gr- a group at the time and the guy said, you don't have to meditate. All you have to do is feel your feelings. Well, he never explained it. He didn't say how you do it. So <laughs> did you get kind of angry? Like, what the hell do you mean? Like, I am feeling my feelings. <laughs> but at the time, I, ha- I was just like starting the EFT journey. So I, I really wasn't aware of what my feelings were. But but he said this every week. So I, one day I stopped myself. I was doing the dishes at the kitchen sink. And I said, okay, I'm going to try and feel my feelings. So then I, I got really good at this. So what I do is... I would think a thought that had emotion attached to it. I'd catch myself. That's the first step, yes. right? You've got to catch yourself with that emotional thought. Yeah. And then I would I would hold myself like a statue. I would feel where it was in my body. So yeah. if it's in my face, it's, it's in my toes. That's an easy one example sure. to use. I would hold myself as a statue and feel that tension in my toes, but I wanted to stay there. Mm-hmm. So I would actually hold my breath. And I yeah, would like actually- a freeze frame. Yeah. Right, totally. And feel that tension in my toes and talk to it because I, I want it. Yes. I've, I've so trained to suppress it that uh-huh. that's what it wants to do. It wants to squiggle away, it wants to hide again. So I try and feel it and I would talk to it and just allow it to be and to express itself. And eventually I'd get to the point where I'd have to take a deep breath and then I would think the thought again. It's like, well, at that point, it had normally shifted. It might have diminished in tension mm-hmm. or it might have shifted somewhere else in my body. Then I would do it again and I would yeah. do it again and again until the thoughts no longer had emotion attached to it. That's so cool. 
I have so many questions because I'm, I have this curiosity of how, how are they moving? How are they diminishing? And because I know that you're understanding the meridians, do you ever find that something is trapped in a certain spot in your body? And then when it tries to squiggle away, does it actually follow a meridian? Like, are you chasing it out of a meridian or does it not really have much to do with that at all? I don't think it does. I think it's just in the, it's in the connective tissue. Uh, and the, the connective yeah. tissue, it's it's connected throughout the whole body, so it could go yeah. anywhere. It's yes. just like it's like cutting through a rope one strand at a time, right? You, the oh. tension is to begin with; it's the first strand, and then you let that go, and then the tension is taken up by another strand, but it could be somewhere else. That's a beautiful yeah. visual. Yeah, that totally makes sense to me too. Yeah, absolutely. So cool. Oh my goodness. So now that you've gotten in this habit of you're using EFT, do you still use it or are you mostly ruminating in your own body and you're able to do it without, without the physical movement? I still do it if, I, if it's yeah. something that's really emotional, right? If, it, if yes. it brings up so much emotion or I don't have the time right now to actually get into the feeling, I can tap. Like I'll now listen to the news. I, for a long time, I kind of let the negative things in my life go. So while I was doing this in a healing. Yes. Now I've got to the point that's like, I want to bring up things that trigger me because I want to let go of the next level. That's so excellent. I will listen to the news and I'll tap along to the news. <laughs> no one no one wants to get on the news. Oh my God. <laughs> but I get you. You're like, yes, now I do it right. for healing. Guys, can you imagine yes. listening to the news for healing purposes? <laughs> So that the next level I did with the, um, the feeling, the feelings, right? I would start lying on the sofa at night and I would bring up collective traumas. Like I'd, I'd bring up 9-11 mm-hmm. and just feel those feelings and let that tension pass through my body. And yeah. this whole time I'm doing this, I'm like, I'm getting deeper and deeper. My mind is getting quieter and quieter. I'm getting more peaceful, more quiet, calm, and um, things are shifting. So this was where I actually, experience kundalini energy at this point and yeah. once once that had passed through i found i could keep my awareness inside my body in the connective tissue and that was kind of the next level of awareness that's so cool oh my goodness the sky's the limit for you my friend <laughs> <laughs> it is for all of us it is for yes, all of us <laughs> it is absolutely so what do you want to see happen for yourself and what would you like to teach others about their ability to overcome trauma, to overcome emotion that's really lodged? Because this is something that's near to my heart as well. And I always want people to understand that we're capable of feeling more than we think we can and it's there for a purpose. So what what would you like to impart? <laughs> Absolutely. That's part of why I'm sharing my story is I want people to realize how much more there is, how much more awareness there is than at least than I ever knew was possible. I didn't know this was possible. So I want other people to know this is possible. And um, for me personally, I'm just, I work every day to release tension at a deeper and deeper level. So because I believe I'm releasing tension from my soul and allowing it to be more comfortable in my body. And when it's comfortable in my body, I'm thinking that, spirit i'm gonna um channel spirit i'm going to feel spirit more easily um i can see that happening now right all the synchronicities that happen all the time just really fun um so i just want more and more of that plus i know that i'm healing my physical body as i'm doing it right my whole skull structure has changed and aligned more 
So yeah, that, that was yeah. fascinating for me too. Like just seeing like the amplitude of brain waves changing the shift in like scoliosis and being like, Oh, I can just like, I'm straighter. I can sit up. My neck is better. And just everything feels better. <laughs> and it looks like even like the, the shape of your nose changed. Like it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but just to think that we can do that with our minds or with our focused awareness. So, you know, the first step is just becoming aware of how we're feeling in a moment by moment basis and allowing those thoughts, those feelings to be okay. And that's just, it's just a layer by layer, step by step process um, of expansion of awareness. You know, what's interesting is I would hear your story and be like, oh, I want that for myself too. And then the next thought that would be like, oh, right. Like that's going to happen for me. And I think that's probably something that a lot of people listening are like, yeah, okay. That sounds like a fairy tale magic. It's almost like I want to caution in that the whole point of it is not to get to the place where like, oh yeah, I become perfectly aligned and I'm beautiful and it's wonderful. It's more that you're honestly feeling it's okay being the shit person that I am right now with all of my problems. <laughs> And it's okay to feel that feeling, right? I, right? Yeah. If I would tap and it's like, oh, I can't believe that I'm possibly going to get there. It's too much. It's it, it's just not going to happen to me, right? It's accepting right. in every moment the thought that I'm feeling. And it's okay that I'm feeling that thought because yeah. it's it's just stuck energy. It's just energy that's stuck in my body from my early programming. Yeah, and I, I, I get into it. I just, I get funny with myself where then it just hops into the like, it's okay. This is old programming. I fucking hate this old programming. This is so stupid. <laughs> Why is this happening to me? Like you can go through all of that. But what I've often found is as you're allowing yourself to wallow or to really be in the feeling, there comes a moment where you just realize that you're saying the words and then like, you don't actually feel it anymore. It almost, it shifts on its own and it's so subtle sometimes or so fast that you're like, oh, I actually don't care anymore about this. And then it's like, oh, now I can go on to the next thing. And I think right. that's kind of what you've been talking about is like, I started here and then that wasn't an issue anymore. So then I went, oh, well, I'll just move on to this next thing that I still am pretty ticked off about. And I'll just right. keep going. But, but the, the subtlety there is not to wallow. I, I, I wouldn't wallow in it because as ah. I wallow in something, then I am emitting that signal all the time and I'm attracting mm. that back to me. So as I'm thinking that thought, I would be tapping which is an easy way of just letting it pass through as I'm thinking it, or okay. I would be feeling the physical sensations attached to that thought. Right. Either of those. Right. Two you're not giving it more fuel. Right. You're letting yeah. it pass through. You're actually letting the um, signal out of your body. Interesting. So can you give me an example like of a contrast between a wallowing situation? Like what would your thoughts and your actions be versus I'm being a conduit for this to move through? Okay, well, wallowing it would be it's like, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. It was such a stupid thing to do, right? Just thinking that thought and feel and yeah. you know, just wallowing in it, right? But I could also be tapping as I'm thinking that thought, oh my God, that was such a stupid thing to do. What was I doing? And I would just say that over and over again as I'm tapping, and that's letting the energy of that thought out. Okay. So then you're actually, can you tell us, um, I know this is going to be audio and not visual for most of us. So <laughs> you're tapping on the top of your head, like right, I the crown definitely point. Do show links. Yeah. <laughs> the crown point is, um, the first point, um, the beginning of the eyebrow yeah. is the second point. And I'm just saying the words yeah. over and over as so I'm doing this. Yeah. And then the bone on the edge of the eye, mm -hmm. then the bone under the eye, 
then under the nose, the upper lip, under the chin, or on the chin, under the lower lip, the collarbone points, and then four inches under the armpits, which is where the bra strap grows across. That's the last point. Okay. So 10 points. And then you take a deep breath. And then you do it again. Do it again. <laughs> and you just keep doing it. But but the great thing about EFT is it shows you that it's doing it. Like things happen, like you'll yawn or you'll burp, or even the tone of your voice will diminish. It'll, you know, the energy will come out of it. So you know that something has shifted, which is really yeah, nice. That sounds really nice. Cause I think telling yourself, yes, I have permission to think this horrible thought, but giving yourself a physical outlet for it too. The actual tapping is movement. And then yeah, getting the feedback, biofeedback from yourself going like, oh, okay, something is shifting. And I've noticed that sometimes I'll go from anger or frustration to boredom. And I've had to teach myself that that's an improvement. It's not to give up then. Like you're you're on the trajectory out because usually I'll be like, oh, I'm just bored of this now. I'm just going to stop. And if I stop then, it's again, it's a little too soon. And then that thing is still there. So is there a sensation or something that you would say, oh, when you're feeling this, like you're almost there, but just keep going. Like you haven't hit the end. (laughs) When you're asking yourself, you know, right. I'm bored, right. I'm bored with this. You would totally accept. And that's one of the keys is noticing what, what your current state is and accepting it. Right. I'm bored right now. I will tap on. I'm bored right now. I'm bored right now. I I don't feel like this is getting anywhere. I just feel bored right now. And that's kind of, that's probably another layer, right? And once you let go of that boredom, Mm -hmm. something else will probably pop up, which you will then tap on, which will be the next layer. Neat. Oh, I love it. And people often, people often don't know what words to use. And so I suggest, imagine you're telling a friend, right? You're telling your best friend about whatever it is you're going through and just use those words. Yeah, absolutely. Because I I think it's easy to not have words, but we do try to find them for our friends. (laughs) What what we're doing with the words is we're bringing that feeling back into our body and we're focusing on it, right? If we're in the middle of a trauma and the feelings are already right there, we don't even need to use words. All we do is tap and allow those feelings to dissipate. That's smart. Yeah. Wow. What a fun toolbox to have for just anything that comes up. It yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> this was a fabulous. Thank you so much for just being a quick intro to the world of EFT because I, I've never really brought this up on the podcast. It is something that I've used in the past. Um, it's a beautiful technique and I I see how much joy it's brought you and how much progress. And this was a blast. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was great. I knew we'd have a great conversation. Absolutely. Is there any way for people to reach you or follow up if they have questions? Sure. I have a website, anhints.com. I wrote a book about my journey and the different steps. It's called A Pathway to Insights. And I have a public Facebook page that I'm happy to answer questions on if anyone has anything there. And I have a YouTube channel where I've put several videos um, in more in detail of my journey and the different the different aspects of it. Oh, fabulous. I will get those links and have them in the show notes for you guys. Thank you so much, Anne. And thank you everybody for coming in and tuning in to Full Spectrum Feeling. I'll catch you next week. Thanks as always. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. 
I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.